everybody. Welcome to Two Minutes and Beyond, the podcast where we review the Toy Story movies two minutes at a time. I'm Macy Ball, and this is Bianca Garcia. Hello! Hi, it's been a while. It's been a hot minute. Yes. Uh, But today we're not going to be reviewing Toy Story two minutes at a time. Today we're doing the third episode of what we call The Toy Box, which is our series of bonus episodes where we talk about Toy Story and Toy Story-related stuff other than the movies. Today we're going to be reviewing Toy Story the video game, which was a game that followed pretty much the same story as the movie and released on the Sega Genesis slash Mega Drive in other countries. And the SNES and Game Boy and Windows as well. And we've got a guest with us to help us review Yay. this game. Would you like to introduce yourself, guest? Yes, hello. It is I. Uh, this is Jesse Parada. I am uh, the co-creator of um, the YouTube channel, JP and Beyond. Um, we are the creators of uh, the internet sensation live-action Toy Story, the Shot for Shot remake of the original movie um, done in real life, plus a bunch of other fun short films and also, you know, amazing content that you should all definitely check out. Um, Yeah, so Toy Story is our claim to fame. It's a movie near and dear to my heart and uh, the video games as well. I I definitely have deep memories of uh, playing the Genesis game as well as the uh, Toy Story 2 game on PlayStation, but we'll save that for another episode. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think probably the the Genesis version is the version that we're going to be talking about the most on this podcast because I th- I feel like that's probably the one that we're all familiar with. Mm-hmm. I played mm-hmm. I played well we'll talk about it in a minute but I played the Game Boy one a little bit as a kid and I played the SNES one a little bit and that's that's about it <laughs> and well I've played the Genesis one all the way through but yeah uh, I before. We get into the game itself. I want to talk about the history of this game as well as the the developer. This game was developed by Traveler's Tales and I'm not sure how to pronounce this. Psygnosis, P-S-Y-G-N-O-S-I-S. Except for the the Game Boy version was developed by Tiertex Design Studios. Uh, This game came out, at least in North America, the SNES and Sega Genesis versions came out in 1995. This Genesis version actually came out a day after the movie did. Oh, November 22nd, 1995. I didn't know that. Yeah. And the SNES version came out um a month later in December. Mm-hmm. And pretty much all the non-North American versions came out the next year, 1996. I would like to know. What is everyone's personal history with this game? Uh, well, for me, I i mean, my memory of the game is about, it goes about as far back as my memory of the movie. Like, I, I can't really separate the two. I, I remember, like, when we were, when I was a kid, my parents, the, um, like, yeah, I don't remember getting the Sega Genesis. I feel like it was, you know, we've had it since I was, like, so young. I know my parents had an NES before I was born. But the Genesis, I just I remember, you know, it's always it was always there. Like I don't remember getting it. So, yeah, so I remember that game. I mean, it's as far back as I remember, you know, watching the movies and things. Um, and yeah, I mean, it was a fun game. It was like we didn't have a lot of Genesis games. We had this, we had Sonic and like some some old Pac-Man kind of game. But uh, and Lion King, we had the Lion King. That was a good one. But so we didn't have a ton. Um, 
And anytime I think back at that game, I mean, the first thing that pops in my head is the difficulty, which is <laughs> kind of the case with a, a lot of old games. You know, like I feel like, yeah. the you know, the difficulty level was was just, you know, by default, it seemed to just be higher than games are nowadays. Um, so, yeah, I, I remember it being a tricky game. Um, and like, I know, we're, you know, we're probably going to go through each level to kind of talk about it. But like, just as like, an overview, it's like um, on a good day, we got past like the um, like the claw machine level, the one where you're trying to fight off the claw machine as it's trying to pick up buzz. Um, if we beat that level, we were having a good like day, like we were having a good run through because that was usually a level where we lose. But um, <laughs> so it's like. Yeah, and then Sid's house is where we always just lose and never could beat it. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't beat the game until I was older. Um, I think the first time we beat it, we used the cheat code, of, <laughs> um, infinite lives, and then we finally beat it with that. But then I finally was able to beat it as I got older without that cheat. Um, so yeah, but as a kid, um, yeah, it was a tough game, but it was fun. Nice. What about you, Bianca? You know, we had the Sega Genesis version um, because that was the one that came out first. We played it, but for all three of us, it was hard. (laughs) For me, it was the hardest because at the time I was five, six years old. So literally the first two stages were really the only stages that I could ever beat. So my experience with the game was mostly watching my brother and my sister play it (laughs) because it was too hard for me. (laughs) Did they do that thing where they gave you an unplugged controller to make you think you're doing it? That was the greatest thing ever. (laughs) Six years old, just playing with whatever controller that was unplugged. I was like, I'm the coolest kid ever, but I was not doing anything. (laughs) (laughs) For me, I didn't really have any home consoles growing up like i had a ds later on but um my the dentist that i used to go to as a kid had they had game boys attached to all of the chairs that's awesome yeah (laughs) that you could like play while you waited for the for the dentist to come see you and the only game i remember ever playing on those game boys was toy story (laughs) and it of course it was like it was the game boy version and it was on that terrible Game Boy green screen that you could barely see. <laughs> and I was like five or six years old. And I was, I just thought I was bad at the game. But like, no, I've tried it since then. I've tried that version of the game and it's just terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even just like that. It's hard. It's just a bad version of that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, since then, I like a couple years ago, I decided for some reason, because I, you know, I just don't have enough stuff taking up space on my shelves and I don't like having money. So, you know, I started collecting Toy Story video games. So I have every I have every version of this game. I have the Genesis version and the SNES version and the Game Boy and the PC version. Um, But the only one I've played through all the way uh, has been the Sega Genesis version, and it is really hard. Like the only way I beat it was by using save states to be able to just, to just <laughs> save it wherever and go back. Uh. <laughs> yeah, video games back in the day were hard. 
I'm like, I don't know how children in the 90s were expected to, <laughs> to play this game. I yeah, know. I know. They, they were hard. And a tiny bit of a tangent, but like, yeah, as far as the, uh, you know, yeah, there's games now that I play, you know, yeah, just using emulators, which is nice. But like Lion King, going back to that one, you know, that was the one. That one was pretty tricky, too. And I always remember the you remember the bonus level where you're Pumbaa and you're trying to catch bugs that are falling yes. down? <laughs> I swear, you know, it was pretty tough, and I feel like there was always came a point in that game, in that mini game, where like two bugs would drop at the same time on mm-hmm. opposite sides of the screen. That was like impossible to beat. But I thought, you know, whatever, maybe I'm just not good. Well, like you know, when I played it on the emulator, I'm like, okay, I'm going to use save states, and I'm going to like, I'm going to see how far I can get through this mini game. And I swear, there really is a part where there's like two bugs that drop at the same time, and you cannot do both of them. It's just like it's like an instant kill. <laughs> And I'm like, that's so unfair. And I kept loading the save state every time. Like, all right, I know what to do. I'm gonna, and I tried a billion. I was like, it's impossible. <laughs> that is too funny. I remember that um, that mini game. And it was always so frustrating because I remember that too. Two bugs would fall at the same right? time. Like, and you're okay, like, if no. You didn't, if you didn't want me to pass this, like, why? I don't know. You could have made it harder without literally just, like, yeah, doing it. You could have just had the drop rate just... faster or something. Yeah, but it's, it's like, like nope, don't do that gonna... to me. Yeah. <laughs> stupid (laughs) (laughs) well i would like to talk a little bit about the uh company that developed this game traveler's tales uh they're a a british video game developer uh they were founded in 1989 by john burton who has uh it's really neat he has a youtube channel called game hut where he makes a lot of videos mostly about games that he worked on um at Traveler's Tales and he has several videos about this game um and how they got it to work on the Genesis cuz the Genesis was kind of an old console by the time this came out like it was six or it was like at the end of the at the end of its life i think mm-hmm. uh. and for one this was the only he made a video about how um they did the music because this is the only example of four channel PCM music on the Genesis. And it was technically impossible, but they figured out a way to like work around the hardware to be able to do it. I have no idea how to explain it. I'll put a link to his YouTube <laughs> channel in the show notes because it's really interesting um, the way he talks about it. There's also a video about how they did the 3D effects as well as like the fully 3D scenes and uh, another video about how like if he was to like do a director's cut of the game today like what he would change about it. One of the things that he mentions in that video is the difficulty. <laughs> he was specifically talking about the the buzz clip level, the level where you your RC and you like run into Buzz to try to like knock his batteries out of him. Oh yeah, and then knock him behind so the table. Yeah, he talked. He talked about how that was like one of the main like pieces of feedback that you got uh, after the game first came out was that it was too hard for kids, especially that one, that level, and the level that's like that later on. I forget what it's called, it's like but the, it's the other it, one. Yeah, it's like the isn't that like the last level way at the end is when you're. Tr- it's like the it's the race. You know the it's, the moving the moving. It's like chase. a second. Chase. Yeah to last level i think i think second to last yeah that might be the right. one where woody and buzz are on RC. they're both on it yeah mm-hmm. yeah but so one of the changes that they make because the for the european versions which came out a year later they 
that was when they added a passcode system in so that you could save and that um, would make it like slightly easier for kids to get through the game. <laughs> yeah, they just helpful. let the Americans suffer. They're all like, oh, okay, <laughs> you're the test subject. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that RC level, um, every time we got to that level, we would have to call our dad to come do it. <laughs> and, you know, that's another nice memory about that game. That's the, my dad, my parents really, they, even though they had an NES before us, I mean, I've never really seen him like play a video game. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was the game where my dad would would come and help us. We'd be like, you know, every time we got to that level, like, you know, daddy. And he would come in and, and he was good. Like he actually, you know, he was able to do it um, until, you know, we finally got a little bit older and then we were able to do it ourselves. But <laughs> I'll never forget that. We always had to call him to do that one part. And that's the only time I really ever saw him play a video, you know, a video game like with us. Right. That's uh, really sweet. I like that memory. Yeah. <laughs> Well, should we talk about, should we get into it and talk about the first level? Yeah. Yeah. The first level is called That Old Army Game. And it involves releasing the green army men from their buckets. And they, and uh, getting the, the baby monitor. And all I remember is, I mean, um, the stupid airplanes. I'll never, you know, <laughs> I hate those things so much. I think that's engraved in everybody's memory. <laughs> yeah. I I wrote in my notes like this game made me hate airplanes and trains. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, but I loved I mean right when you boot up the game and you're playing it, it's you know, yeah, I love the 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 graphics that they went with, you know, how it has that kind of hyper realism kind of, you mm-hmm. know, it looks like the movie. Like that was awesome that they went with that style. Um, and I do love the music. I love video game music and that, uh, I still listen to that music sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's really good. But yeah, it was, I think it's a really good opening level. Like it gives you a fun vibe. It's so much fun to look at all the stuff in the background, you know, the design of the room. And it's just cool to see all the, you know, there's yeah. a lot of main characters in that first level, right? I mean, mm-hmm. Ham's it in it. Ham? Yeah. But Potato Head's in it too, somewhere, right? Isn't he in that level? Or is he? I think he so. Is. I, I forgot I have... what he's doing, but. I have the official guidebook Ooh. for this game. That um, would have been helpful as a kid. <laughs> I mean, yeah. What's what's the what's Rex's quote from Toy Story Two about the Buzz Lightyear game guidebook? Oh, oh yeah. Well, like it's extortion. That's what it is. They yeah. make it so you can't defeat Zerg unless you buy this book. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but it is very helpful. I think, yeah, Potato Head is in it. I'm looking at the map that's in the book right now. Potato Head is there. He doesn't really do anything. He just walks around. Yeah. Yeah. Ham is there sitting up. Uh, He's just sitting by the, by the baby monitor. By the baby monitor, yeah. Yeah. And Rocky's in that one, right? And mm-hmm. Snake and Robot. I like that they have, you know, the more minor characters, too. It's just. Yeah, I yeah. like that they added them in there, too. Yeah, I guess we should explain that like you're for people who maybe aren't familiar with this game that like you're playing as Woody. You have a bunch of different moves that you can do with him. You can jump. You can like use your pull string as a lasso as mm-hmm. like a, a weapon <laughs> to take out the, the airplanes. Um, and you go around like collecting stars and occasionally you can get hat, which is an extra life, which is fun. Mm -hmm. (laughs) should we talk about the next level the next level i love that one (laughs) yeah i like the i like the 
the music on that one starts off really fun. I like the second. Yeah, I mean. I like all the music in this game because, like, that one and the first level, too, are basically just like, not to get too, like, music theory here, but they're just like, uh, they're broken down. Yeah, and they're like a blues progression. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I never thought about it really until you said that about how some, like, yeah, there really is something different with the music in that game than any other, like, Genesis game. All the other games, the music is pretty bad as far as, like, the com- <laughs> as far as the quality of the sound of yeah. it. I mean, it's very metallic sounding. There's not a lot of range of sounds that Genesis was capable of. But on this game, you have, like, an actual piano sound, you know, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Like, actual piano notes. You can hear it. You can hear the, the full band pretty much. So I never really thought about that until you said it, that they really did something, um, yeah, like they really did something technically uh, advanced with that one that they yeah. you don't really hear that in other, and almost as a Super Nintendo, you know, like there's more range in the, mm-hmm. yeah, in the amount of sounds you can hear. Yeah. Same thing with the sound effects too. Just I, those sound effects of the game will always be in my brain, like picking up the stars and, mm-hmm. and like all, just all those sounds like, Yeah. And all the voice clips, like Buzz saying, yeah, the watch yeah. out. clips are fun, too. All the voice clips, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, the second level, that one was a fun level. Um, yeah, getting all the toys in there. I like. I just like watching all the animations of all of them. Yeah, and you can really tell with the music that they were going with a Randy Newman kind of sound, mm-hmm. too. Uh-huh. Like, very, like, heavy piano. Yeah. It's just great. They nailed it. They, yeah, they yeah. really did, like. And they, uh, yeah, I mean, and they followed the movie really well, too. I always used to, like, that was always something I would always rank, like, movie-based games off of. Like, how much does it actually follow the movie? Mm-hmm. This one's pretty much, you know, pretty much totally accurate, aside from mm-hmm. maybe, like, well, I'll get to them le- later. But <laughs> for the most part, yeah, it really sticks to the movie. Yeah. I mean, the Game Boy doesn't, the Game Boy version doesn't stick to it as much just because they had to cut a level, a lot of levels out. Mm-hmm. Because some of them the Game Boy just couldn't do. <laughs> you know, a lot of a lot of times back in the day, if there was a Game Boy version of a console game, it would be like almost a completely different game that like worked better for the Game Boy. Yeah, like a completely different art style or like gameplay style. But for this, they were like, no, they just crammed the whole. <laughs> they just tried to cram the whole Genesis game into the Game Boy, and it just doesn't work. It doesn't mm-hmm. work really that bad. way because you do wind up having to cut stuff out. And Woody moves so slowly in that version of the game. I remember as a kid playing it, and like, like I said earlier, thinking I was just really bad at it. But like, no, it the game is just bad. <laughs> I I don't see how I've never actually really yeah played the Game Boy one, but. I, in my head, I'm not seeing how that could even translate over well to that kind of system. It, it doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I will say when I first tried this level, the second level, where you have to... So the objective is um, helping all the other toys get into their places before Andy gets back. And one of the things that you have to do is jump on a pump while the other toys are on the balloon end of the pump so that they like fly into the toy chest mm-hmm. and for the f- the whoever the first toy is i think it's him he just stands still on the balloon so it's really easy to 
jump on the pump in time and get him in there. But the others, they just keep walking back and forth. And if you don't time yeah. it just right, it's hard to get him in there. And that was really frustrating the first <laughs> Although time that I tried is, to play. That it. is a good example of good level design as far as oh, sure. teach, you're teaching the, the player, oh, okay, like they're supposed to be on that thing. And the first one makes it kind of easy for you. But and now once you see that, you get the idea like, okay, they have to be on that thing. And now they amp up the difficulty. So right yeah yeah but you're right it's frustrating (laughs) (laughs) a lot of the stuff in the game there's a lot of levels of frustration yes oh yes Uh, the third level i don't have too much i just remember having fun watching buzz make a lot of funny like animation you know funny (laughs) weird dances and stuff as he's jumping through the level yeah the third level is called ego check and it's like a a race between woody and buzz um basically just to see who's better i guess yeah which okay so now we're starting to go a little off the actual plot of the movie but yeah i mean it fits (laughs) though it's close enough yeah it works Mm -hmm. but there's times when buzz is like swimming through the air (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) just like showing off you can tell the developers are just having fun like this is making do a bunch of funny things and at the end he's like laying on the bed with like this big grin on his face it's great yeah (laughs) It's fun seeing them do different stuff. Like, instead of keeping it exactly 100% accurate, it's fun to see how, like, the game developers were like, well, we can be silly, too, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. seeing different little things while keeping, like, the storyline the same. Yeah. Yeah, because I feel like kind of the scene that this replaces in the movie is the falling with style it's kind of like yeah. the when he tries style. to fly yeah yeah like it's showing like but it's the same it's close enough it's like buzz showing what he can do and woody feeling insecure or whatever so it's like right. sure if you were playing as buzz that would be a level you can do is is try to do this you know awesome thing and go into a loop loop woody's just standing there on the bed how, how do you make a level out of that he just stands there so right. you got to do some creative liberties to make it where okay let's just kind of replace it with like yeah, they're kind of racing through the room and whatever, and Woody's trying to catch up with Buzz's awesome moves and things. So, yeah, yeah it works. I guess since we're talking about the story, we should I should probably mention um, in between each level, there's little cutscenes that are just like screenshots of the movie with text and like dialogue underneath them explaining that mm-hmm. like yeah. goes through the story of the movie while. Um, You've got a friend and me is playing, which I I read. I I don't know because I haven't played much of the SNES version, but apparently there is no "You've got a friend and me" in the SNES version. Like it's just silent during those parts. Really? Oh, interesting. Which is weird. It has strange things over the over the selection screen, mm-hmm. but no, "You've got a friend and me," which is really just seems really strange. Like a very strange omission. Hmm. I know that's kind of I've never played the SNES one so that's really strange why did they do that (laughs) (laughs) but anyway uh, moving on to level 4 which is the first boss level Nightmare Buzz which isn't in the Game Boy version because it probably because it's too technically complex for the for the game Woody is having a nightmare. This is another difference from the plot of the movie. And uh he's inside the toy chest and Buzz is giant for some reason, I guess, because it's a nightmare and he has to fight Buzz. 
And I'm like, this this level would have scared me if I played it as a kid. <laughs> like, I would have had my it, own nightmares about yeah, this. Yeah, it was pretty creepy the way they made Buzz look in that and the lighting of it. And it's kind of creepy the way he would go off screen and, like, you don't know what side of the... You don't know where he's going to come down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was pretty creepy. And he's and... constantly saying, here it comes. Here it yeah, comes. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Watch out. It's like burning my brain. <laughs> but, but anyway... um. Yeah, so clearly they made this, they were making this game while the movie was being made because that's the that's based off of the deleted scene from the movie when Woody had a nightmare oh, about Buzz. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you could tell it's like they yeah they must have not known yet that that wasn't going to be in the final film. Um, that's interesting. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, there's a yeah there was that deleted scene where Woody does right. have a nightmare. Yeah. I don't remember exactly what happens in it though. I think the only it, version of it they still have is it's a storyboard version, but yeah, I know that, I've, I've watched it. I just don't remember what exactly happens. Didn't that uh, become the scene Toy in Toy Story 2? Yeah, right. yeah mm-hmm. it's very similar to Toy Story 2. I don't want to play with you anymore. And he's playing with us. <laughs> yeah. Um, but basically, you have to... Buzz has these like swirling balls. I don't even know what they are around Orbs. him. And, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you have to dodge them and use the lasso to um hit them away. And then once they're gone, you have to dodge Buzz's laser and like try to hit him back with the lasso. Mm-hmm. Pretty tough. It's really hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not as hard as some of the later levels, but it's hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's your first like real challenge, I would say, and then. Um, and then it just gets harder from there. <laughs> yeah, I will also say because of the the sound quality of the Genesis sound clips, um, from this level, I thought that the voice of Buzz was actually Tim Allen for the longest time, and then I like happened to like listen to, uh, or like watch I don't know a clip of the SNES version, which where the audio is slightly clear, and I was like, oh no, that's Pat Fraley, that's the other. Buzz voice, mm-hmm. who's he's like, he is to Buzz. Pat Frilly is to Buzz what Jim Hanks is to Woody, basically. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's the he's, he's a standard all voice. Those, <laughs> all those uh, Toy Story, what you, the Toy Story tunes, all those short ones, yeah. that they, all the treats and like the random, treats, yeah. just random stuff that Tim Allen doesn't want to do. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. We didn't know. It didn't matter. As kids, you're like, it's actually well, his voice. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter. I just thought it was funny because with the Genesis sound quality, I genuinely thought it was Tim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but speaking of levels that are hard. Are now we get to uh, the buzz clip. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, man, that level. Um, it's just like so... I don't know what it is. It's so slippery the way you drive. And yeah. it's weird because I think it's too because like um, it's weird the way it locks like it locks onto a grid, but it's kind of invisible. So, yeah, it's just weird. So it feels loose. But then also it's not because it's it's like it's it's w- rigid and loose yeah. at the same time. Right. So, <laughs> that's like how I, that's the only way I can explain it. It feels so- yeah. Yeah. So what's going on in this level is you're playing as RC mm-hmm. and uh you are it, it's not a maze, but it feels like a maze. It does. Uh you're going through this course and trying like the ultimate goal is to hit Buzz 
behind the desk or off out of the window. I don't remember what it is in this version of the story, but you have to hit buzz multiple times while going around all these corners and you're running out of battery the whole time. So you have to, whatever you hit buzz is batteries come flying out of the back <laughs> and you have to like pick up his battery so that you have enough energy to keep going. And the controls are so slippery. It, it's, they're really I wouldn't have bad. been able to get through this level without safe states. Yeah, was like, that one is like the worst. I, you know, I remember trying this when I was little, like after my brother and sister would beat the other levels for me. They're like, here, you try this. I'm like, oh, no, y'all can play this. <laughs> I mean, I kind of figured out like the key to it is like you have to fix you have to like learn like exactly how hard to press the mm -hmm. arrow button so that you don't. Yeah. You don't turn too hard and end up running into the wall and spinning out. Like you have yeah. to like just tap on them basically. Yeah, eventually you just like your you just get that muscle memory. I can yeah. almost still like see it in my brain. Like my I, I, it's so trained in me now. I can almost remember <laughs> exactly the amount of pressure that my thumb used. Like it's just crazy how <laughs> much it like you had to really drill it into you and then and the worst part is when the batteries would just go flying all over the place. Eventually, yeah. you memorize, you memorize like where the battery is going to go because I'm pretty sure it's. I think it's always the same, but you just have to kind of remember the trajectory that the battery is going to go. And ah, my gosh, it's so <laughs> annoying. <laughs> yeah, it the way it controls actually kind of reminds me of the game Toy Story Racer, mm -hmm. the PlayStation game. I don't know. Have you that guys one. played that one? No. It's it's like Mario Kart but with Toy Story. It's actually cool. it's really fun actually. It's it's a good game. But the controls they control like little toy cars basically. It, it's not like slipper, slippery in a bad way like this level. But they they are kind of like slippery and you have to figure out okay, I only need to press the button this much to turn. It's a, mm. it's a really fun game actually. Have you ever tangent played the Muppet Race Mania game? On PlayStation? No, I've been I've been trying to find a copy of it, but it's I it's not easy game. to find and it's expensive. We played the heck out of that game as kids. <laughs> and yeah, and I feel like it went kind of under the radar. Yeah. But I feel like Muppets in general have always been not super mainstream. Like but anyway, but yeah, anyway, that was a really fun game. <laughs> anyway, going back to this game. <laughs> um do we have anything to say about Revenge of the Toys or like the next few levels? Uh, Revenge of the Toys, I just remember. That's the one where they're all going after. Now, now all the toys hurt you if you touch them. <laughs> yeah. Now, I remember. They're... Yeah, I remember that one. Um, I don't know. I just like. When I first think of that level, I think of for one, I think of the lighting. I like how they made it look like it's oh, yeah. dust. Because mm -hmm. um, it's the it's after. Buzz has after he falls out the push, window. Yeah, and, it really, and so like, all that's, the toys that's have really turned good on Woody. Yeah, and it's yeah. good attention to detail. In that scene is where now it's starting to get, you know, the light is starting to get the sun's going down. Yeah. So that was a good I attention to detail. The in that scene, and they they do such a good job of recreating it. Yeah, in this game. they really mm -hmm. did. And so that was awesome. You could tell they were just like really looking at the scenes in the movie when they like made the game. Um. There's you can hit Potato Head in this level and his parts come yes. off and that's fun. <laughs> yeah, it is a little fun to be able to kind of mess with all your all the other guys now. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And then Ham shooting all those coins up. It was. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And uh, I guess you're helping Rex escape because he didn't he doesn't want to do confront anything. the other toys. <laughs> yeah. And so then in the next level, run Rex run. I love he, this level. Yes. Like, yes. This is one of this my favorite is, ones. It's so hard, but it's so fun. Uh, you are riding Rex to get away from the rest of the toys, and there's all these army men and planes and trains and such a good level, great level yeah. design. It's and it's not like it's nothing like like, like the um the uh, like uh, what am I trying to say? The, the 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 controls, the controls are fine. Like they're not yeah. like complicated because that can really hurt a level like we just saw with the rc one but this one it feels pretty smooth you know the way i control him I, he does what i want him to do you know so the the level's not hard because of the controls which it feels like unfair it's just hard because you got to watch out for all these things that are on screen but i like the uh, uh and then rc comes in and i love his um they what's it called is it um I was well, he say... like moves backwards and forwards really quickly, so you have to like jump over right. him and then jump backwards over yeah. him again. But he kind of like telegraphs his moves or whatever the word is. Is it telegraph? Oh, yeah. he like revs. A telegraph is something you send. I don't know. You know what? <laughs> What's that word? Tele tele. I don't know. I know something what you mean. You... <laughs> I I always forget the word. But anyway, but they do a good job of kind of like you kind of learn his pattern of how he moves. Mm-hmm. That's a yeah. That's a really fun level. Yeah. It's like one of those, it, it, it's one of those things where it's like, even though it's frustrating, like just the jumping and the way you move around is really fun to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. to me it's that, so floaty. yeah, that makes a good, like, I don't care if the level is super hard or even the game in general, but it, as long as it's fun, it, you don't feel so like you feel like you'll keep like. I don't know, you don't feel as defeated, even if you lose over and over, because you're having fun playing. I felt that way with Cuphead. If you ever played Cuphead? Oh, yeah. Like, the game is gonna, you're gonna die over and over and over and over, <laughs> but it's so much fun. Like, each time the level started over, I didn't, you know, like, I, it was just such a fun game. I just remember thinking, like, you know, you know what, I don't really care that I keep dying. I mean, I care, <laughs> but I'm not, I'm not, I don't feel like rage quitting, because I'm just yeah. enjoying the game, so. Yeah. I've been... <laughs> I've been playing Cuphead like at the slowest pace ever for like the last couple of years because it's so hard, but it's so fun. I'm like, I want to see it all the way through, but I'm nowhere near the end still. It took me a good three hours to get past the first level. And I was like, I I have to put this down. (laughs) I hope that people who like aren't into video games are able to enjoy this episode as well. I well, hope that everything we're saying makes sense. Well, look, I mean, you, uh, yeah. Well, if you if you're not enjoying this so far, just pause this and get an emulator of the game and play it, and then come back. Yeah, and, I mean, and honestly, you can, you can see how hard these levels are. <laughs> you can just Google it, and there's a website where you can play it in the browser. I won't say what it is because I don't want to <laughs> get in trouble or get anybody else in trouble. But yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's, it's legal, there. but still, <laughs> yeah, it's easy to find. <laughs> okay, what's the next level? Is it the the fight with Woody? Oh, Buzz? the tire fight. Yeah, I think you're right. That one, I could not. Uh, I mean, it's the fight under the car at the gas station, except they're using a tiny tire. 
<laughs> don't, you're not supposed to think about the disproportions of the tire, but but man, when I think of that level, all I think of is the sound effects of hitting that. It's, mm-hmm. I love the sound effects in the game. That bouncy, it's so rubbery, burn, burn. And then I like when it as it bounces around, it makes like a kickball sound. That yeah. that, that punting, boom, boom. Yeah, I love the sounds in the game. It's so they did do a really good job with the sound effects. I Very... like even just watching it. I remember all those sound effects. Right, too. they're just like uh, they're in my brain forever. All those sounds. <laughs> yeah. This one, it took me a while to figure out how you're actually supposed to beat the level. Like, I had to look in the guidebook to figure it out. It is weird. You got to be very precise with the the, the mm-hmm. position of the tire. But, I, I mean, I do kind of like that. Like, they went... I feel like games nowadays would just have it where as long as the tire makes contact with him, it'll, it'll automatically animate itself as if it went over yeah. perfectly. But, mm-hmm. nope, in this game, it's like, no, no, no. You really have to do get physics right. Oh, yeah, you have to get the physics precise because back in the old days, the the coding, you had to have it, like, exactly right. Nowadays, it's like they give you a little bit of, like, a grace uh-huh. angle or yeah. whatever, so then you can actually, like, beat the game. <laughs> <laughs> so that children can actually play it and, and enjoy the game yes. and quit. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I was, like, I was trying to figure out, like, okay, so I... Hitting buzz with the lasso doesn't do anything. Like, what am I supposed to do with this tire? <laughs> I'm, like, trying to figure out how to get it over him. I was like, uh, it was hard to figure out. Yeah. So, the next level, food and drink. I remember um, in at the beginning of the Toy Story VHS, there was a commercial for like all of the toy story video games like this and then toy story the animated storybook and toy story activity center and i remember this was like one of the levels that they showed in that ad and i was like oh that looks so cool you're like walking around just oh, putting cool. buzz in, yeah. the, in the cup in the burger box so this level this level uh is probably my favorite level it's like a close tie i think with the rex one as a kid i think i would say the Pizza Planet level was my favorite. It's just so much fun, like walking around in the in the cup and like um I like the music <laughs> on this one too. And yeah, it's just fun. Yeah. That was a good level choice that they came up with. I also just like the the design of of all the Pizza Planet stuff, like the purple, the cups. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything is so everything. fun to look at. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it kind of reminds me because you're like going through Pizza Planet, and anytime that like a kid walks by, you have to like stop and freeze. Um, it reminds me of a level in the Toy Story 3 DS game where you're at Sunnyside and you have to like go through it's like a stealth level where you have to like hide. Anytime like a kid pops up, you have to like hide behind a block or something. Oh, yeah. Hmm. I played that game a lot. <laughs> I think this level is like, um, I feel like this level is, is also kind of nice because I feel like it, it's one last somewhat easy level until things are just going to start really kicking your butt. Like after this point, it's just going to get really hard. And like, I feel like this level, you know, because I've never really had problems with this level. It's pretty easy. So it's like, it's kind of yeah. like a nice little breather. Here's one. Here's just like one more last like fun level. And now we're going to really start cranking up the difficulty. That's how I feel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do we have anything to say about inside the claw machine other than that it's impossibly hard? 
Uh, this level. <laughs> yeah, this is where things like where yeah, where you could now yeah, really lose like for good here because <laughs> I think um it's a weird level for sure. This level is probably the most, you know, different from the movie for sure. Like just the way it looks and like okay, none of this happens. They really took a greater liberty here to just like we just need to make one more level to fill this game out. Uh, how about we just have him like yeah. really running around the mechanical parts of the? So... Oh, that's the, that's the, that's really inside the claw. Machine. Oh my gosh! See, I'm, I'm doing... talking about the one that's in that's like the... Buzz getting picked up by oh, the claw, and you have to like throw the the aliens at him. Okay, well, the first half of what I said still uh, uh, still um, applies because that. Yes, this is the, like I said at the beginning, this is the level where, like, when we got here, it's like, oh, man, like, this could be it now. You know, when we, if if we beat this level, we were, we were doing good, because, like, this is the one, it's so hard. Like, there is no room for error. If if that claw moves him, like, if you don't get it perfect each time, you're done for, and it's so annoying. And that stupid wire that hangs that you got to stay away from as well, like... (laughs) It's just that, ridiculously that, hard. This was another level that, like, I had to look at the guidebook to figure out how to do it because <laughs> I was just so frustrated. I was like, I cannot, I don't understand how to get through this. I think I explained it, but basically, like, your buzz is being picked up by the claw and you have to throw aliens at him to get him off. And again, it's so demanding on the physics part of it. I mean, you got to get it so perfectly like you exactly know, you gotta right. learn how to you gotta learn how to basically juggle the like the alien to get him like higher and higher it's like yeah, yeah. it's crazy i hated that level i but mean it's then, a cool level it is a pretty cool it's cool how like the claw itself is like the boss but yeah. um man is it hard <laughs> but then really inside the inside the claw machine the next level is like it's sort of a doom, like not really a parody, but it's sort of doom like. You're it's a first person, like fully 3D thing where you're going through the inside mechanics of the claw machine looking for aliens. And Wait, it's really neat. I thought that that saved the aliens. I thought really inside the claw machine is the one where there's gears and stuff and you're isn't that Oh, maybe I'm maybe I <sighs> <laughs> Really inside I don't the claw know. machine maybe is the one I, where maybe I messed up my notes or something. I don't know. <laughs> well, are you saying that? Let me look at the what's the actual book. level like? Yeah, if you can, because I thought the save the aliens one was the. I think you're right though. I think the I think the level after the claw machine. Oh, okay, or is wait. it the other way around? I can inside, never remember. It, the inside the claw machine is actually the one where you're like going through. Um, all the gears and stuff with the mechanics. That's before the one that we just talked about. The one oh, that you it is. <laughs> okay, yeah. Sorry about the confusion. But that, yeah, that's also an impossibly hard level. I'll never forget at the end of that level, the very last spinning fan. It is impossible. It always is going to oh, hit yeah. you no matter what. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, yep. I, I'd like to see anyone get past that very last fan. I feel like they just do it as a mean joke. Like, this last one is always going to hurt you. Just like Pumbaa. I mean, it's the same thing with the bugs. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, so I really messed up the the order of the levels in my notes. <laughs> but the then the level after that is the fully three three D level, and then after that is the one where you rescue Buzz. Okay. But okay, so really inside the claw machine where you go around rescuing aliens, it kind of made me motion sick. Well, there's that yeah. part with like flashing lights and like Yeah, and I kinda I mean, I don't really play a lot of first person games anyway, but like the few times that I ha that I have, they kinda make me motion sick to begin with. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but it's still it's still really like technically impressive that they were able to pull off 3D graphics in that way on the Sega Genesis. Yeah. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. Now we're at Sid's room, right? Uh, yeah, Sid's workbench. Sid's workbench. This is where things continue to stay hard. <laughs> but man, I love the level design. Like the the, they just nailed that awesome vibe of like Sid's yeah creepy dark room and mm -hmm. he's got so, like some of the same posters in the background. Yeah, they I did think. good like at keeping on, yeah keeping all the same props from the movie. Yeah, and the purple. The grape soda cans. Mm -hmm. Yeah, those are great. I love seeing all the little details in his room. Yeah, yeah, I like I like the firecrackers. Like that's that's a good choice of something that isn't mm -hmm. specifically. I mean, it's technically in the movie because he gets a rocket, but like, yeah, it makes sense. Of course, Sid would have like a bunch of little firecrackers and explosives, and <laughs> so yeah, yeah. This level was really cool. Now I think this level. Is it this level or the next one where at the end the toy the mutant toys are chasing you and you're using Buzz's karate chop to like keep them away? Is that this level? I think it's the next one. Because these two levels, <laughs> yeah, the next these two one levels is Battle always, of the Mutant Toys. Yeah, they always blend They're together. They're really similar though. They, yeah, like I can never exactly pull apart the differences of each level. Like they I always lump yeah. them together in my brain. But man, that part also, I swear, it is impossible to keep baby face from hitting you because he's too low right okay so tell me how do you do it i've never going on been to able that to not level, get hit. <laughs> the battle of the mutant toys i had to look in the guidebook again to figure this out um so what it says um i'm trying to find it yeah i'll never forget all we were able to do is as basically hope we had enough health because it's like <laughs> there was always baby face would always get you and then he would like bounce back far away and he would slowly start coming back the other toys you can hit them back but i swear you just cannot reach him and you cannot go like unless you unless there is like okay. if you there, like there there must not be any room for error like even the slightest loss of time will make him catch up with you that's the only thing i can think of is like you got to be dead on so, according to this, according to the book, uh, you're not even supposed to try to hit Babyface. So what it says is the mutants attack Woody and Buzz, and Woody has to use Buzz's karate chop to keep them at a distance. Use Buzz to karate chop the other mutant toys to Woody's right, and keep moving to the right because the karate chop doesn't work on Babyface. So you're basically just supposed to keep moving and stay away from him. Which mm -hmm. I wouldn't have figured that out on my own, I feel like. <laughs> That's another one of those, like, uh, they want you to buy this book so you can defeat Zerg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, that was so frustrating. I feel like, though, even once we learned that, like, okay, you just can't hit him away, 
I think I we tried doing that method of like just trying to keep moving until you you know oh, yeah, until you it's have really to. Hard. And even still, I feel like if you're not like perfectly timing your hits with the other guys to keep them away, and and then because you need to stop for a split second to hit them and then keep moving, right? And I guess like if you don't do it perfectly, Babyface is going to catch up with you, and then you just got to hope you have enough health to get all the way to the end. Yeah. The next level is Roller Bob, which is basically the same as the Rex level mm-hmm. earlier where you're riding on Rex, except you're riding on Roller Bob. This is another level that was in um, that commercial mm. yeah. for the Toy Story game. And I uh, I always remember thinking, like, oh, that looks so cool. And when I was playing it for the first time, I was like, I feel like I'm finally playing the, the level from the commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. After all these years. Yeah. Like, Scud is chasing you. Scud is awesome in this. Yeah, I don't have any complaints with this level either. I mean, yeah, because I'm so glad they went with that style. I mean, I do feel like they're kind of, it kind of comes to a point where they're just like throwing stuff at you and it almost feels unfair. Like, it almost feels (laughs) like like it's just too much stuff coming at you all at once. Yeah. Uh, It took me a lot of tries to get through it, but. Yeah, it's it's a fun level. Mm-hmm. Well, we've only got a few more to go through. Um, there's Daytona, which is another fully 3D level, but it's a it's a racing level where you're on RC and you have to pick up batteries and uh, chase. I guess you're chasing the moving van. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I almost forgot about this level actually. Yeah. You're saying it's 3D, like the Save the Aliens one? Yeah. Oh, you know what? It looks like, it looks like, um, like a Mario Kart on the Oh, yeah, because you're not, it's not a, it's not a first person. It's not full. Yeah. You're, you're seeing yourself driving. You're right. Now I can remember it better. It's not like Save the Aliens where your, your point of view is Woody. It's, it's, you can see the car. Mm -hmm. Right. It's like, it's like, um, SNES Mario Kart 3D. You're right. yeah. yeah, that kind of 3D. I guess not fully 3D then. Well, I uh, mean, they had a lot of fun doing different, you know, um, gameplay styles, so good for them. Mm-hmm. I mean, they really gave you a full variety. Yeah. Uh, then we have Light My Fire, which is the same as the Buzz Clip RC level impossible level from before <laughs> and this one really Except, does feel more like a maze i feel like this one's harder to figure out where to go if i remember but yeah it it doesn't have like as many twists and turns which is kind of nice and like the road that you're driving on is oh, okay usually wider so i feel like it's a in that way it's easier but it's still really hard yeah i feel yeah, like we these... just keep saying how hard <laughs> yeah <laughs> Whole game. Yeah, these last couple levels I don't have as strong a memory of because I didn't get there. I didn't get there as a kid. Like it wasn't until yeah. we were using like cheat codes later to finally get this far. Yeah, and then the end, the very last level is Rocket Man, which is just Woody and Buzz uh flying on the rocket like the end of the movie, except you have to um duck and like fly upwards to avoid trees and cars and stuff. Uh-huh. That's pretty much it. That's the last level. At the at the very end you get like a neat um little thing that shows you different animations of all the like character sprites and stuff and that's kind of a nice little 
like a nice little prize, I guess, for finishing the book yeah. or finishing right the game. after all the hard work you went through. Like here, have <laughs> lovely little sprites. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of uh, sprites and like little animations and stuff, I want to talk about like the game over <laughs> animation. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's like pounding <laughs> the ground. It's just like Woody yeah. pounding the ground. That one is forever ingrained in my head because (laughs) I saw that one a lot. (laughs) Yeah. And the, um, the like level complete one is really good too. It's the same Mm -hmm. animation as we did it. We did it. Right. It's that dance he's doing. Yeah. From from the movie. Uh huh. But then the continue animation, uh, is actually kind of creepy, I think. It's the one where he's like, his head is hanging down, but it's at a really awkward level. Or um, angle, I mean. Huh, and I, it, it just looks I really don't weird. remember that one. Well, there are only a, a few levels that like let you do like a like continue, a continue if you oh, okay. if you lose a life, I guess. But or I don't know. But it's it's just really creepy looking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't remember that for some reason. Um, but his head is like I, I can't even do it while I'm sitting down. But it's like a just like it's hanging, hanging there. <laughs> Really strangely, huh. and it's creepy looking. Um, hmm. there's a commercial for this game that I kind of wanted to talk about. That's um interesting because it's like a kid. He sees I I don't even know I don't even remember all of what happens in it, but somehow this kid's head ends up on Babyface at the end. Oh my, <laughs> oh my gosh. god, that's so weird. Nineties, <laughs> I'm telling you, what nineties commercials? They just wanted to. I don't know what what was with children. This thing of, <laughs> why did kids have to transform into things in the '90s commercials? That's just what they did. Like they ate something. Like airheads. Airheads. Yeah, like the, the gushers. Airheads, the gushers. Yeah. The baby bottle pops. <laughs> like, it kind of makes that me trend. <laughs> just, with uh. with this commercial specifically, it kind of makes me wonder, like, what age range they were targeting for this game? Because it's a creepy commercial, and Two, this game is super hard. Like little kids, I don't, I don't feel like little kids could really play it. And like Probably the not. cover, <laughs> the cover of all the different versions of the games, they're not like the VHS cover or whatever, where it's like Woody and Buzz flying and looking happy and everything. It's like Woody and Buzz in front of a dark background, and they're like pointing, like they're at something, like they're scared of it or something. Yeah, I remember that all of the box art and everything, it was, like, really ominous. I'm like, what yeah. is going on with this game? <laughs> it makes me think they were targeting it at, like, uh, maybe, like, preteens or, like, teenagers or something. I yeah. don't know. That's Which a, seems weird for a Toy Story, like, a Toy Story game. <laughs> it's almost like they, yeah. they were starting to work on it way back when, during the first draft of Toy Story, when it was way more cynical and, like, <laughs> Would you, but yeah, it's, the Jeffrey but, Katzenberg Black Friday, yeah. <laughs> but you know, but clearly it's following the the movie we know pretty much. So, yeah. but you're right; it is kind of interesting how they chose. It's basically like on the cover of it, it's almost like they're in Sid's room already. The way they're scared and you know, oh ominous. yeah, I think the PC cover actually has baby face on it. Hmm, hmm. that's interesting. Interesting choice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So overall, though, like what, you know, I don't know if we're supposed to be rating the game, but like, you know, we what... can. <laughs> I think it's a solid game. I mean, you know, yeah, it is hard, but um, it's uh, it's really fun. Like, you know, 
Um, some of the level, yeah, some of the level designs I would, you know, maybe I would have done something a little different on, but like overall, I think it's a pretty solid game. Yeah, I agree. Um, one more thing I wanted to talk about from the the guide to this game, which I guess you could consider uh, part of our sacred text. <laughs> um, there's a couple of of interviews with some of, with two of the voice actors from Toy Story, Wallace Shawn, who of course played Rex, and uh, I, it's Laurie Metcalf who plays Andy's mom, right? Mm-hmm. Which I thought, for one, was just a funny like selection of actors. I guess that was just who they could get. <laughs> but they yeah. also, throughout the interview, they misspell John Lasseter's name. Oh my gosh. Whoopsie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like multiple times. They spell it with, a, um, with an I instead of one of the E's, which is strange. And then while it's Sean, they ask him, it's, it's not super interesting, I guess, but they ask him, Wally, this isn't your first animated film, is it? He's like, and then he says, no, I've appeared, or at least my voice has appeared in many episodes of the Pink Panther, the television series that is, and I'm also going to be in the Goofy movie. Ooh. Ooh. That upcoming, cool. <laughs> <laughs> the new upcoming Disney movie, which isn't, it's called a Goofy movie, right? Not the Goofy movie. Yeah, it's called yeah. a Goofy movie, but I, that is like one of my most favorite childhood movies. It's, that is forever ingrained in my brain. Like that movie <laughs> is just one of my favorite movies. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I thought that was just, I don't know. I thought the name misspelling and him just being like, oh, I'm about to be in this upcoming movie. <laughs> Right? That's movie. always fun to see. Yeah. You're like, oh, that's cute. That's a long time ago. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, do you guys have anything else about this game that, that you want to talk about that we haven't covered yet? No, I think we've covered pretty much everything that we possibly could. I mean, for me, because I didn't really play it very much, I just watched. <laughs> well, to I be mostly... fair, you're in school and super busy. so That too, yeah. I, yeah, I've been so busy. Yeah, and I, I, um, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much all my memories of it. And like I said, I still listen to the music. Um, I, I like to listen to a lot of, you know, video game music. And it really kind of keeps that memory strong of that time because music is just like such a, like you're instantly there again mm -hmm. when you're listening to the music of the game. So, so I know yeah. that soundtrack inside and out, backwards and, you know, all that. <laughs> so, yeah, it's always going to be there. Like, it really left an impact on me. Uh, it was a good time. Good good childhood memory, just like the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining us, Jesse. Yeah, thank thanks. you guys. Thanks for reaching out and, and you know inviting me on. It's it's really cool. I mean, I yeah, I've never had a conversation about Toy Story game before, really. <laughs> At least not this in depth. So it's cool to finally be able to <laughs> it's cool to finally just have someone to vocalize all of my thoughts too about it. So yeah. I really appreciate it. yeah being here is it's it's great that's part of the purpose of this podcast is vocalizing vocalizing all of our random thoughts that we have about toy story <laughs> right uh, and a little uh if i may plug a little bit here uh yeah uh, um we're actually coming up to the i don't know when this uh podcast is going to air but um the 10th anniversary of live action toy story oh. is uh in january so um stay tuned on our channel at least if you want to go over there on youtube and I'm sure we'll be putting out something, you know, to celebrate it. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, so go check that out. I'll I'll put a link to you guys' channel in the description. I think this will be, I mean, depends on how long it takes me to edit it, but it'll be um, within the next couple weeks that it's out. So, And speaking of which, by, I mean, it's already Christmas time as we're recording this, but it'll be closer to Christmas <laughs> when this comes out. So Merry Christmas or Merry Happy Christmas. Holidays, whatever you're celebrating this time of year. Uh, happy Festivus. Happy, yeah. <laughs> happy New Year's. <laughs> um happy hanukkah all that stuff uh as far as when the next episode of this podcast is gonna be we don't know <laughs> and that's my fault because <laughs> no well, i'm currently in school and everything is just chaos so <laughs> well, well clearly it is with us too because we all took a while to to finally get this day scheduled true so. yeah well, i got you know i got a full family and lots yeah. of uh you know yeah. And I've got stuff going on too, so it's not just you. <laughs> but we'll we'll hopefully have a a bonus episode or two uh, coming out before too long, and at some point we'll get to Toy Story too. Yeah, eventually. Yeah, <laughs> but, let me know. Yeah. I mean, I I can talk about that one. Yeah, so much. Oh yeah, you and Jonathan both will be back for that one. Yes, for sure. Cool, cool. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Be sure to follow our Facebook and Twitter accounts and send us an email if you have any thoughts, comments, questions, or concerns. And if you enjoy the podcast, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. See you next time. Bye. 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 <laughs>